Shalom everyone and I'm really delighted to invite you to this special conversation with someone who has done something absolutely incredible as his 96th birthday offering to Swami. Those of us who are familiar with running and jogging probably would have run 5 kilometers, 10 kilometers or even 21 kilometers the half marathon. But imagine doing not just one full marathon or two full marathons or three full marathons but four complete marathons back to back continuous non-stop running you are not taking a break you are not sleeping you are not eating you are just on the road hitting it to the hilt and that is what brother Satish Chandra has just done he ran for 27 hours continuously from Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Medical Sciences, Whitefield, Swami's Super Speciality Hospital, Whitefield, to the altar of Swami's Super Speciality Hospital in Puttaparthi, 160 kilometers continuously on December 10th, 11th. This was Satish Chandra's way of celebrating Bhagwan, his mission and his message in his life. Congratulations to you, Satish. Really, we are so inspired. Someone, you know, who has really broken the barrier among us and, and trying to do something absolutely beyond the body. For those who are not familiar, Satish is an employee. He, he serves in the Sri Satisai Institute of Higher Medical Sciences. He's a former student of Bhagwan's university. After he completed his MBA, Bhagwan gave him the opportunity to serve in his healthcare mission and that's where he's been serving in the department of stores, looking after purchases and procurement in Swami Super Speciality Hospital now for more than two decades. So what was his inspiration? What was the purpose of this run? What was he trying to communicate through this feat? And let me tell you, it was not just running. It was plogging. So what is plogging and why? We are having this conversation. We will come to that in a short while. But before we listen to Satish, I want to take you back to that thrilling moment on December 11th, around noon time, when Satish was on his final lap. We all ran with him as he came to the portals of Sri Satisai Institute of Higher Medical Sciences, Prashant Nilayam, and Satish and his Sai brother, Jay Mudli. Both of them did this run together and both of them went to the altar and offered their pranams for guiding them through this beautiful Sai adventure. So let us first go back and see that video. Let's relive that moment and then we'll listen to Satish, his inspiration and his reflections. So Satish and Jay, from one temple of health and healing to another temple of health and healing, running all the way. Fantastic effort, no words to express the amount of admiration we all have for you in trying to promote health and well-being. A dream come true for both of you, isn't it? 
It definitely is and this was a long time in the making. It, uh, we thought of this more than a year back but uh, due to the pandemic we could not uh, carry out this uh, event and uh, actually we did plan to do it last month but due to the rains that got postponed and uh, we are happy with Swami's grace we were able to successfully complete it uh, this, uh, this month. How was the weather and the conditions as you went through this beautiful adventure for Bhagwan? Yesterday, leaving Bangalore was really extremely hot. So we struggled during the course of the day. We took much more breaks, uh, rest breaks and uh, refreshment breaks. So we kept ourselves hydrated well. But we covered all of that up, the distances uh, last night. And uh, we felt the, the heat again this morning. But uh, overall, we knew our focus and where we needed to end uh, end the day and uh, that's where we are now so we're really excited so nothing stopped us from that yeah. after running for more than 24 hours you're still smiling you're still so full of energy you still have uh, this stamina to think talk and share i mean it's really really swami's grace uh, definitely satish you are someone who've been running for quite some time you've done marathons you've done ultra marathons so is this something like a pinnacle for whatever you have done till now it, it definitely is uh, the most difficult undertaking uh, which I have I've undertaken and uh, yeah I mean this is uh, purely I consider it Swami's grace uh, to have uh, showered the required strength to undertake this uh, journey. This was truly humbling for us this was truly remarkable uh, to accomplish this uh, thanks to Swami you know we were really blessed to, to have achieved uh, such a rare event. Yeah. What is the message that you want to really convey to everyone through this endeavor? I, basically, I want to convey that uh, the waste that we generate is our responsibility, how to <clears throat> deal with that waste. So, in the, in, at Shims Whitefield, we have, uh, you know, over the past uh, one year, we have uh, done a lot of work in terms of uh, resource recovery from waste. We have seen how we can generate wealth out of waste. So this is one of the things which I wanted to convey through the activity of blogging, uh, both in the you know inside the hospital and outside as well. Blogging is an activity which uh, not only helps you uh, keep yourself fit, but also it keeps the environment uh, clean. So this is something which I wish a lot more people take up and uh, encourage others to also take up. All the best and thank you so much for inspiring us in such a fantastic way.
So welcome Satish once again. So tell us how do you feel now? It's it's a fortnight now since uh, you finished the run when you recall that moment of doing that final lap and Jai Bolo Bhagwan Ji Satsai Baba is going on and you're into Swami's lap, you know, finally come to the temple of healing that Swami has given us. How did it feel at that? To begin with, uh, thank you for the generous uh, introduction and also for the very warm welcome that uh, you had arranged, you and the whole uh, the Media Centre team had arranged for Jay and I when we ran into the Sri Satyasai Institute of Higher Medical Sciences, Prashanti Gram. It was definitely one of the most uh, cherished moments in my own life. Believe it or not, to me, I had to literally pinch myself to, you know, really... Uh, realize that it is something which actually happened in reality <laughs> because you know running close to a hundred miles is not an easy task and to have done it you know over a period of 27 hours without taking uh, any long breaks was it it, it is definitely a, an arduous uh, a journey but I think we kind of could see Swami's guidance and uh, Swami's strength kind of being channeled through all of uh, both of us all through and it was all entirely possible through his grace and also a lot of support which was perhaps not seen up front while we ran in but you know there were a lot of my colleagues who were uh, you know supporting us all through the night and uh, family members and the prayers of so many people you know that it was a beautiful experience and it's something which will I will cherish uh, definitely all my life wow I mean, running all through the night, you know, there are speeding vehicles, it is all dark and you don't know anything can happen. There is pollution, there is no guidance. And I think um, there could perhaps would have been moments when you thought, my God, it's really become too difficult. I don't know if I can actually do it. Did you have any any such moment? No, we something like that exactly was, you know, passing through my mind. Mm. I think uh, we somehow managed uh, till about 10.30 or 11 at night. And, uh, you know, as you could imagine, we were on the uh, the side of the road where we could see the oncoming traffic. And uh, we were on the highway and the, the traffic was going at such a fast pace. And there's a lot of pollution mm-hmm. as well. And it was very dark. We had a visibility vest and we had uh, torches, etc. But, you know, somewhere, I think, you know, I had a moment uh, of uh, weakness mm-hmm. where, you know, the body is very tired. And then the mind also kind of was, you know, we were a bit sleepy also. And so I did, you know, feel, why are we doing this? You know, (laughs) it's only at such times that we question the, you know, the sanity of the whole uh, adventure. Because you finished 12 uh, 12 hours of running by then probably. Correct, correct. So we had completed two full marathons Mm -hmm. uh, distance by then, uh, over 90 Mm -hmm. plus kilometers. And then we were actually reaching uh, somewhere close to the, the you know, the Bhagyapali toll gate. So it was at that point, you know, I was uh, I was on a call with one of my uh, colleagues who was supposed to, uh, you know, come with his vehicle, provide us some uh, refreshment because up till then we were actually carrying our own backpacks. Mm-hmm. So we had by then already covered close to 100 kilometers with our backpacks and water. So we were tired. And, you know, it was that time, 
it was uh, dark and it you know we i felt that you know why are we doing this and then i was almost on the verge of calling up my friend to tell him please come and pick me up <laughs> because of also and it was uh, you know at those times when mm. you know it is good to have the company of uh, people and company of uh, you know swami in in our own thoughts mm. which uh, had us uh, you know fight back mm. those weak moments mm. and uh, helped us you know kind of reconnect to why we were doing this mm. in the first place mm. and that was i think a very uh, crucial moment in the run and which uh, with swami's grace we were able to like the the mind we kind of did not allow the mind to you know let the body uh, follow mm. and then instead we used the mind to channelize the energy within to kind of uh, to channelize swami's energy through mm. us and then con- continue with the run and complete it successfully wow. Wow. those moments uh, when you know your body has completely uh, sort of uh, given up you you feel like that and i think this this is something that happens in every athlete and anyone who has done something uh, really stupendous uh you know after some time it, it is no more the body it's it's the mind has to take over the spirit has to take over actually i think after that you are the body just becomes an instrument for the spiritual energy for the energy of from within uh, to carry you through and i think that was that moment maybe that point of inflection when you know the body had reached its limit and after that moment you had to be only carried by the spirit right see when you're running especially there's a lot of self talk which happens yes. and uh, the kind of self talk which i uh, try to focus on is what would the future self what would my future self tell my present self yes so this is uh, precisely one of the you know the self talk which was going on see the regret yes that we would have yes of not having completed something yes. Yes. is what we used to push forward yes. a, you know a little more during especially yes. these uh, difficult times mm. and uh, jay was definitely a great uh, person to run along with mm. i mean he is a, a very accomplished ultra marathoner and it was really great to have his company yes. during this critical time mm. and i really want to acknowledge him for having agreed to do this uh, run along with me wow like in any pursuit just like uh, you took up this sai adventure and that satsanga you know having the yeah. company of someone good is so vital at that moment i think you know it was jay who inspired you, you know let's let's move on don't yeah, give up you know true. so it was swami speaking through him at that point in time and i think whenever we undertake anything be it any even spiritual sadhana and there are moments of weakness and i think it is this satsanga which is so important that's why swami used to always emphasize so much mm-hmm. on good company and i think there would perhaps also be in uh, so many moments uh, uh, when you felt oh my god thank god this happened <laughs> i don't know how i managed through this no right. there are those very very challenging moments that you mentioned but there are also so many other um, chills and thrills not as intense as that but you know moments which encourage you moments which uh, suddenly fill uh, in you a new joy through you know this right. whole run of you know 27 hours were there any such moments yeah there were many such uh, you know and that that's when you uh, suddenly uh, you know thank swami thank you swami for these small mercies <laughs> as it were one of such moments was when we were again you know reaching the uh, the toll gate uh, my colleague hari shankar he was one who actually drove from parthi middle of the night reached uh, you know the toll gate 
and we told him to just be on the other side mm. of the toll gate we didn't want him to cross the border and uh, we were to join him in a maybe half an hour or one hour and uh, he calls uh, us up you know frantically saying it's pouring down here oh, you know okay. so you are you really serious <laughs> that you want to you know get drenched in the rain mm. because uh, running with wet shoes yeah. such long distances yeah. it's prone to uh, give you blisters so mm. we didn't want to we wanted to avoid uh, yeah. that eventuality but then where we were it was drizzling uh, and we were prepared for it we were wearing a like a rain jacket so we told him to just hold on mm. and then believe it or not when we actually reached the location mm. it was bone dry there, there was no <laughs> oh, sign wow. of rain at all <laughs> amazing so again this is like swami thank you <laughs> thank for you, this uh, small mercies <laughs> and there i remember there was another point uh, when along the run see we were on the right side and um, there there was a time when like you know you, uh, you were running i was running and then i somehow missed a step and you know actually my foot landed the right foot landed like almost a foot down oh, you know on the on the edge of the rock yeah there was a ditch oh my god and uh, you know i immediately sprang back mm. and you know i was just checking whether i did i roll my ankle or something and it was purely his grace that uh, i hadn't wow. because uh, you know it, when you're running such a long distance anything can happen, can happen right yeah. and similarly there was a cramp i could feel it was you know coming on in my hamstring mm-hmm. and then we quickly sprayed some uh, pain uh, relieving spray and mm-hmm. you know it stopped mm-hmm. and then i i knew that it could be a like a electrolyte imbalance or something mm-hmm. so i took some fluids and then it was fine it mm-hmm. never troubled me again you know like this there were many such instances mm. and where we were like really needing to have uh, water we were oh. out of water we mm. we spotted a place where we could refill mm. our bottles where we wanted to take a short you know mm. tea break or a mm. meal break mm. uh, you know uh, the, there were places mm. uh, you know close by mm. so these were all you know i think swami was more than present you know in this journey wow. which we undertook i think for every a uh, moment that we know there are another 100 moments that we do not know exactly. we don't even realize you know how many things bhagwan has arranged right. uh, how he has uh, orchestrated the universe uh, for you to achieve this feat in fact you know as you we were talking about that rain i remember um, after you completed the run mm-hmm. and uh, when we were just returning back uh, to the ashram you know it started uh, pouring okay. and i was thinking oh swami thank you so much you know he just allowed you to complete right. the run and now it was like you know showers uh, of blessings right. uh, from above i mean there are there are so many ways uh, the divine uh, uh, looks after us and i think with time we moved to a phase when we realized that you know for me to do even even for us to have this conversation to be even you know, for you to come and right. do this you know how many things have actually fallen into place True. i mean just like i know that you wanted to do the run much before you wanted to ro- do the run in november before yeah. swami's birthday but you know the birthday celebrations were on and it was pouring and you know it was swami's will that that you know you decided okay. to postpone it to december just to share with you you know all that um, video that we were able to do of you coming into the hospital and doing that shooting we would have been uh, not been in a position to do if you had done it in november because we were so busy with swami's birthday celebration so you know there are so many things that bhagwan constantly is orchestrating and i think that's a very very humbling uh, 
uh, experience and i think this is something for all of us to reflect on whenever we achieve something uh, to feel that you know yeah i i don't even if i have done 1% if i have done that 1% also there is someone who has done 99% true, isn't it true uh, like what swami says you know you take one step yeah. i take 10 steps <laughs> yeah. and i think it is uh, the same thing you can extrapolate it to all the so called effort that yes. you actually put in even the one step that he is urging us to take yeah. i think if not for his grace yeah. we wouldn't have been able you, to take even to that hold one the step hand. he's like, giving the hand correct yeah. so i think it's it's like you know the the run and many other instances have really reinforced that mm-hmm. spirit of surrender that we need to yeah. inculcate in you know all our daily actions mm. and especially so in endeavors like this mm. which uh, involve a lot of uh, you know time energy and effort yes. so yes i i think swami has uh, definitely been there behind us with us <laughs> and in front of us yes. protecting us yes. and you know ensuring that this what we envisioned mm. you know comes uh, becomes a reality I think the beautiful word that you used is surrender and i think there is this continuum of surrender as they say you know initially we think that you know we are doing and you know he is helping and slowly we feel you no know, no we are also doing he is also helping i think we should slowly reach a stage where i am nothing i am not doing if I, if at all i have done anything because he has poured that energy uh, into me and i think uh, that's the beautiful uh, journey for any sadhaka no matter whether you are running whether you are writing whether you are singing or whether you are doing japa dhyana meditation isn't it True. i think that is a very beautiful uh, lesson to convert our every adventure uh, into a spiritual sadhana tell us satish um, uh, how did your um, running streak start was it uh, i know i mean you were a student of bhagwan's university so you were doing a running here in the hostel but from the hostel days you know how did this take on to this dimension yeah so i think you know all along like you mentioned uh, even as a child thanks to the encouragement from my father i was uh, always into playing some games or you know uh, some physical activity and it was reinforced by the the you know the daily uh, schedule in the hostel which i kind of put uh, you know continued mm. when i started working as well and uh, somewhere down the uh, line i you know discovered my love for uh, cycling mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, cycling long distances mm. and you know after that uh, phase of cycling and uh, doing some uh solo trips uh, across karnataka and uh, you know uh, the last one you you might remember mm. would be across yes. kerala yes uh at that time i said you know they they i want to be more consistent in what i am doing and that's when i took up running because you know running is a more time efficient way of uh, staying fit at least that's what i felt because you know for getting or burning the same amount of calories on a bicycle mm. and uh, you you can burn the same amount of calories while running in maybe half the time mm-hmm. so i started out my running basically as a way to keep fit mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's when i slowly started increasing the distance i covered from like 5 kilometers to mm-hmm. 10 kilometers then half marathons mm-hmm. and uh, believe it or not it was due to one of the patients at uh-huh. the hospital mm-hmm. who had a hole in the heart this gentleman had already run 5 to 6 marathon full marathons oh wow 
and uh, you know so i kind of made uh, friends with him and uh, you know he actually encouraged me and mm-hmm. mentored me into running my first full marathon amazing <laughs> so i think after that once that you know the long distance running bug you know bites you <laughs> you know you're always seeking uh, yeah. you know that uh, that time uh, on the road and you know i use that time to actually uh you know listen to a lot of uh, interviews uh, yeah. discourses of <laughs> swami on uh, from radio sai yeah. further what happened was you know when i wanted to train for a full marathon you know i always felt that i had to take time out specially to train you know for like 3 mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. you know leading up to the marathon which uh, you know and if you were not ready you always felt a little uh, unprepared because marathon is such a distance that unless you are fully prepared right you you cannot run that distance so that's the time when i heard about what is called as a run streaking uh-huh. so this typically is you know people decide to run uh, typically it's 1 mile and they say you know you run every day without uh-huh. a break no uh-huh. sundays or no weekends okay. you run every day but you know minimum distance you are expected to run is 1 mile uh-huh. so this in the year 2017 uh, it was swami's 92nd birthday mm. so i kind of uh, figured out uh, this plan mm. uh, you know to become more consistent in my mm. running mm. and i said uh, you know let me count down 92 days from november mm. 23rd which happened mm. to be august 24th and mm. happened to be a thursday mm. so i said let me do my 92 day run streak wow okay <laughs> so it, that's how i started my run streak and uh, you know at that point it was uh, quite a overwhelming task you know you imagine doing something continuously for oh. 92 days Amazing. without missing a single day you know so many things can again go wrong yes. you know i might have be mm. to travel my yes. kid might be yeah. unwell or yes. whatever yes but again with his grace mm. i was able to complete you know without any break completed 92 days and then the 93rd day comes and then by then it was so much a habit that i said let me just continue <laughs> running you know well, let's i mean <laughs> when the streak is going you know why why would you want to stop, stop it? it wow so that was 92 days uh, mm. 93rd day mm. and now i am at 1586th day of running wow never stopped never stopped not a single day not a single day it's been four and a half years oh, awesome that i have completed i i've uh, actually not kept track of mm. the kilometers i've run but mm. i've easily done more than 8000 kilometers during this time mm. so it is again the power of habit yeah and the power of tiny efforts yes. you know it it was see for most of the days uh, prushti i was running not more than 3 kilometers which yeah. was like a little yeah. over you know 2 yes. uh, miles a little less yeah. than 2 miles mm. so it was not that it was taking a, a lot of time mm. uh, you know in my day mm. and i as a habit actually i used to get up very early mm. so it it didn't you know i was back home and uh, before the household actually you know people <laughs> were waking up yeah So this is how I you know kind of started my run streak. So now that gave me the confidence to actually like I was mentioning you know I wanted to be able to run a marathon without practically zero preparation. Mm. And so then I used to sign up for marathons mm. as and mm. when and you know I have done mm. some 
that's when the bug again you know <laughs> like has you try go beyond that marathon distance the mm. ultra yeah. distance so i did my first uh, 50 kilometer run mm. and then in july you know since uh, like i was telling you know we had this uh, preparation uh, to do this last year yeah. but then because of the covid pandemic we had mm. to postpone it which again you know i think swami has uh, given me enough opportunities to train for this event too mm. that in july i had signed up to run uh, 12 hours like around the clock and mm. i covered close to 90 kilometers wow and uh, then in october i did one more uh, run which was a 161 kilometer run it was uh, brutal i mean uh, the <laughs> the body took a lot of beating but uh, you know i kind of came out uh, of it successful so these were all the you know preparation which happened it is not that you know i i would not uh, encourage or tell anybody to start such uh, you know uh, events right out of the gate yeah. Uh, i want to you know highlight that all this whatever we have done yes. is you know it had a foundation right. of you know physical fitness of yes. over many years yes yeah. so i wouldn't uh, you know like uh, because people might get uh, enthusiastic mm. in you know wanting to mm. do something similar but i think you have to start small i think yes. that that's the message we all mm. should you know definitely take mm. from this yeah. but you know when you start small there is no uh limit to the distance that you can go mm. right mm. so this is something which yeah so that was a, a long answer to you know what <laughs> got beautiful. me started into uh, running no but i think all long beautiful things have to start small but be consistent Correct. i think that's the main right. takeaway and and satish as you mentioned you know as you run you listen to these talks you listen to today's interviews and in fact in fact i do that i think that's a very beautiful thing you know you club uh something else uh which also adds so much energy uh to the whole thing isn't it i think when you are running and you're listening to bhajans for example you're running and you're listening to some satsang you know i think you're achieving both correct and i think a lot of people do that you know while driving they listen so i think clubbing two three things or clubbing something higher also gives you extra energy isn't it right a subtle nuance you know like uh, the so called time management experts say that multitasking actually doesn't work but there there may be i mean i also feel there may be activities which you can you know uh, profitably club mm. so one such thing is definitely this see i i understand you know the so called running purists might say that you know some people would run and they would not want to listen to anything mm. because for them like the, the act yeah. of running itself mm. is a meditation yeah and you know when you are running without uh, with complete focus yes. on your stride yes. on your uh, absolutely mindfulness running <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. so i think i do that as well mm. uh, especially when i'm running in races i don't listen to anything but when i'm you know doing my training etc mm. you know it's good to kind of uh, listen to something which uh, something with the theme of self development or whatever you know and i have found that all these kind of add certain uh, layers mm. to what you are doing mm. and mm. which in my case i kind of felt mm. uh, it has benefited me mm. so i can't speak for mm. others who might uh, you know love mm. to do that as mm. a you know standalone activity mm. but uh, yeah this this uh, definitely helped me mm. you know kind of uh, because otherwise to get that 
a solid chunk of that mm. me time yeah. to do running yes. standalone and to do you know yeah. listening to things yeah. we we might not be able in to fact, find one time. little experiment that i have done you know when you run um, you listen to bhajans many times what will happen is your body will run with the rhythm of the bhajan mm. you know so as you run uh, uh, a while and you want to increase your pace all you have to do is listen to a fast bhajan <laughs> right. change the bhajan and in your body will automatically right. move yeah. in rhythm right. of the bhajan you know there are those little little i think everybody True. will figure out their own ways Absolutely. of you know Absolutely. filling themselves with uh, you know new energy uh, when satish did the cycling uh, adventure 450 kilometers on cycle from the northernmost uh, town of kerala to the southernmost tip of india continuously on the road for 9 days and it was not just cycling you can read the article on our website uh, satish undertook the mission of visiting patients homes all the patients who were treated in bhagwan's hospitals from kerala so every city he stopped every town he stopped he had taken the database of patients who were treated in swami's hospital and he went to them and he spoke to them he shared bhagwan's uh, love with them you know so that was such a beautiful dimension to the whole thing isn't it satish absolutely i mean again like i like again one of the most cherished moments in my life and i i think like you uh, started this uh, point about you know blending together uh, you know your passions i think that that is where i feel uh, a lot of us have a lot to gain from mm. so you know there is this sai rehab program which was running which has been running successfully in kerala and now it has expanded to almost many other states in the country so sai rehabilitation program uh, is an endeavor where the doctors stay in touch with the patients who are treated in bhagwan's hospital they don't have to come back to the hospital uh, for follow up you know they don't have to spend that uh, money and time because most of them are from very weaker sections of society so the local doctors there uh, call them up and you know have these sessions so that you know in their own city in their own town or in the nearby town they can have a second round of consultation right correct and and you know my message was uh, in a sense very unique because uh, see there there's absolutely no time for our doctors who have actually treated the patients to go visit them in their own homes but here i was with this uh, you know opportunity to meet the patients and share the love that yes. the doctors and the yes. directors and the yes. staff yes. you know convey to the yes. patients you know saying that uh, swami sends his uh, greetings have, from must the, have been such a moving moment for them it was it was mm. and uh, i think that was something which stuck to me you know mm. the the fact that you know i could do it mm. on uh, my own steam yeah. you know i'm riding a bicycle mm. and then also visiting these patients of course it was like there was so much support from the satyasai uh, seva organization yes. in kerala mm. and especially uh, mukundan sir had mm. helped uh, you know they taken lot of pains mm. to host me in various mm. uh, you know homes mm. it, it was a very beautiful uh, yeah. experience and i think something similar had happened with this uh, too it's a nice segue into you know talking more about the cause behind this yeah. run as well you decided to call this run as not just run it's not running you said it is plogging so tell us about plogging right yeah so plogging is something which came into the 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 lexicon very recently about 5 6 years back and it is basically uh, a swedishman Uh, who had started this uh, activity 
and it's actually plogging is uh, from two words uh, plocka up and run plocka uh-huh. up is pick up in swedish uh-huh. okay. and running uh-huh. so basically this gentleman uh, in sweden he had suddenly begin to see that there's a lot of litter mm-hmm. you know around his uh, hometown and he was a runner so what he did was he just wear a pair of gloves and took a bag and started cleaning up the public places wow. now the act per se is not something new mm-hmm. we call it uh, litter cleanups mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. park cleanups and things mm-hmm. like that this, this has mm-hmm. been in existence as a social activity yeah. Uh, but somehow this the way he d- did it it kind of uh, really took on a new life of its own and then plogging the word plogging actually came into the dictionary and i think it was made popular by the prime minister when he you know cleaned up uh, the amadapuram beach as well so they it received a lot of uh, you know uh, public attention mm. when i came across uh, plogging and then i said let me try and integrate that with my daily runs and uh, like uh, you know we were discussing prior uh, you know in my role as a procurement officer you can imagine that we i'm responsible for crores worth of you know uh, resources coming into the hospital uh, to be used towards patient care yes. but what most of us don't realize is the amount of waste which gets generated in a hospital or any organization for that matter now my you know sudden my kind of focus uh, at early on this year was towards how are we dealing with that waste mm-hmm. and then when i you know kept reading more and more about solid waste management and the challenges uh, you know therein then i realized that that is an area which all of us would need to you know give some uh, thought to so specifically you know what happened was that uh, so i am not only with for the procurements i am also responsible for the sale of scrap in the hospital and i realized that a lot of uh, you know paper and single use plastic uh, plastic bottles all these things were getting thrown out you know yeah. as part of the regular general mm-hmm. garbage then i kind of realized that uh, there is a lot of wealth in that mm. waste and we started this uh, activity of segregating these waste and believe it or not over the last close to one year we have been able to recycle close to 15 tons you know oh. of paper plastic and metals as well and these all represent some revenue as mm. well to the hospital which again could be used to treat more patients, more patients. so when we are you know as an organization which receives uh, you know funds from donors yes. you know who are donating to the trust in the hope that we are able to treat patients if this i felt was an activity which you know if taken up in a larger scale we can actually you know stretch every rupee to the max and then you know treat more patients because there's, there's no dearth of patients to be treated so yes. this is how you know i kind of looked upon this uh, activity and then again the general litter around either the campus or organizations i i felt we should create more awareness mm. you know about uh, the act of blogging and make it more as a community affair so mm. that is the background of this run and obviously we didn't expect 
to to plug the entire route from uh, whitefield to parthi because that was kind of practically impossible but we said at least let us start with plugging around whitefield campus then do our run and uh, you know come reach parthi and do the plugging around the uh, so that is how we had planned I mean, at least create awareness about this whole Absolutely. idea about uh, um taking care of the environment you know swami used to always uh, right from the 60s swami would talk about don't waste energy True. don't waste money True. don't waste and, and personally we have seen how swami himself in his own life was so particular about using the resources that that's something uh, it's so heartening to know that you know in the hospital in bhagwan's hospital in whitefield you have started now very seriously uh, making wealth out of this so called waste really amazing right, right. and uh, you know all along i think swami has definitely been the source of inspiration and you know like even the word uh, you know it it always on my runs also mm-hmm. i keep wondering what does the higher in sri satyasai institute of higher correct yeah. uh, medical sciences yes. or higher learning correct. mean yeah. Yeah. so i think these are the you know see now the world is talking more about zero waste living yes. and circular economy yes. and how yeah. these things are benefiting uh, the environment yeah. but actually swami has been like the pioneer all through <laughs> yeah. you know right see these are all things which now get translated into reduce reuse recycle <laughs> but swami has been there yes. as an exemplar yes. you know for all that you know yes. sustainable living has stood for absolutely so i i think that you know through this endeavor it is our um, jays and I, my aspiration that we all look at you know sustainable living wow. as uh, you know as an alternative and see how we can reduce the amount of waste mm. we generate mm. see one thing i realized when i was studying all the waste streams is that we have scant respect for the people who deal with the waste we generate mm. you know especially when it is unsegregated waste you know i have seen uh, people with bare hands mm. no protection whatsoever sifting through you know piles and mountains of you know un- unsegregated mm. waste mm. you know uh, like in the in this current age it's uh, so convenient to order some food online mm. but you know people don't find it convenient to rinse the you know the dabbas in which mm. uh, the food comes mm. and that somebody else is actually doing it because the containers are recyclable yes. but then you know somebody has to do that dirty job so i feel you know we all need to kind of really uh, stand up yes. sit up take notice and you know make the correct choices yes. so that we can reduce the impact that we are having on the environment yes. also work i mean look at people who are yes. there downstream correct. and you know think about their dignity absolutely in fact the act of plogging itself right sometimes i you know it, it to me when i started it was like somebody else has littered this place why should i pick up but then you know i soon realized that yes. that is my ego speaking and yes. you know the moment i kind of uh, realized that yes. it became much more easier yes. to pick up you know the yeah. trash on the road yeah. so yeah. i think these are things which i felt you know uh, thank you prishti <laughs> for giving me this opportunity to you know share yeah. these uh, thoughts no, really i mean uh, uh as mahatma gandhi ji used to say you know be the change <laughs> that you want to see in the world right. and we have to do our uh, job and and i think when bhagwan came as you very rightly said you know all through swami's life 
as Swami used to say, you don't even have to uh, uh, read the discourse. If you look at Bhagwan's life itself, there are enough lessons uh, for us to learn. And and I think never before in history, the whole concept of sustainable living, of taking care of Mother Earth, even in, in some ways, the pandemic we are going through is in some ways a reaction, reflection of you know what we have probably done to the environment. Everything is coming back in its you know yeah. in, in its own way. So I think to be be more uh, conscientious about the resources and that will come only when uh, we have that respect mm-hmm. we think of nature as mother earth you know that's what swami always wanted you know you will not uh, do that to your mother that kind of a reverence is what swami used to always uh, uh, talk about in fact it's also very nice to see how the hospital in uh, whitefield is now completely solar powered just like uh, the hospital here and in fact so many institutions uh, of the central trust are now completely uh, driven by solar energy and the ashram is very green as and i think that is what is the mission of the satish organization ceiling on desires has always been there beautiful satish in fact the hospital has indeed taken a lot of steps isn't it in, in towards this green movement i think among swami's institutions uh, trust had permitted us to have the first uh, you know small 100 kilowatt solar plant that was like a pilot plant before we kind of uh, branched into you know installing megawatt scale uh, plants in all of uh, puttaparthi in fact sometime back when uh, the bangalore metro was coming up and there were more than 100 trees uh, that had to exactly. be uprooted and you know Correct. transplanted in the whole area where the hospital is situated there are a lot of uh, companies and nobody had uh, was willing to give land actually swami's hospital came forward uh, and gave space for all these more than 100 trees uh, to be replanted and they're all That's really right. beautiful satish i think you know uh, when we think deeper uh, spirituality runs through everything you know the way we treat environment the way we speak the way we run every and swami's message seeps into everything of our lives and uh today as sai devotees uh we want to become better uh we have to think how we can internalize one little thing that swami has said isn't it and i think maybe that is one way to celebrate our new year isn't it <laughs> to think about one little change maybe br- bring in one little habit and make it consistent or or bring this one little change in my lifestyle and say swami this year <laughs> there's a new year beginning now we i'm going to do this and i'm going to be consistent isn't it that would be something very beautiful right yeah so i mean if you're asking me about what could be that one thing so i want to just leave uh, people with this thought that uh, on jan 19th 2022 mm-hmm. the whitefield super specialty hospital will turn 21 okay <laughs> and uh, you know 21 of course you can talk about the spiritual <laughs> significance of 21 the yes. 21 omkars <laughs> but for a uh, you know a runner you know 21.1 is the half marathon distance so if you know people want an excuse to kind of get started especially <laughs> around the new year you know people talk about their you know going to the gym and you know all those new year resolutions come in yes. so i'm not a great fan of re- resolutions but certainly i think that you can use this as an opportunity to you know start you know if there is some way to to make this uh, uh, possible like you can run 21 kilometers and need not be in a one single go yeah. you can run like 1 kilometer run or walk 1 kilo <laughs> will make it as easy as possible <laughs> run or walk 1 kilometer a day yes. for 21 days yeah. you know that is what possibly might get someone yeah. you know who is not doing any yes. physical activity because 
physical activity is definitely yes. you know like one of the strong uh, yeah. pillars that one yeah. should have yeah. before we you know think of progressing any further yeah. so that is something which i can think of and you know you can come up with uh, you know <laughs> no, i think definitely i mean uh, to do even any spiritual sadhana first you have to maintain your health you know to do seva if you want to do seva also first you have to be healthy before you want to go and serve someone else and i think uh, that is absolutely the at the foundation we have to be very healthy we have to be fit we have to dedicate time for the maintenance uh, of this beautiful temple this is the temple that swami mm-hmm. has given us and we have to give it time we have to respect it as you've given a very beautiful clue so maybe we can think of it as uh, can we all take up uh, as a tribute to swami's uh, hospital shri satisai institute of higher medical sciences whitefield can we take up a 21 day challenge and uh, let us do it as an offering to this temple of healing that swami has created for all of us it could be 21 days of running 21 days of walking it could be 21 days of any consistent activity that helps us uh, become fitter helps us become happier that increases our will power and makes us stronger to walk on the path that he has shown us thank you so much satish for this lovely conversation so many lessons learned and i know there is much much more uh that you have uh to share in terms of inspiring us you know to 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 go beyond our limits and we hope that you know we can meet again and really looking forward to a conversation with uh your sai brother who ran along with you jay mudli also very uh, sometime very soon in future he also is a very very inspirational uh, person all the time uh, he was you know after completing that run of running nearly 160 kilometers and he was still just smiling it was almost as if he had just completed one or two kilometers of running that is how energetic he was really uh, grateful uh, to bhagwan uh, for inspiring them and inspiring us through these beautiful souls around us thank you so much sairam thank you sairam